welcome to another episode of Coaching 42 for You. I help ladies all around the world discover how to grow and blossom by digging up their unique answers to life, the universe, and their own hearts. My name is Linda Wright, and I'm your host. Today we are going to be talking about prayer, so it is completely Christian today. If you prefer not to listen to the the very, very Christian content, then please skip over to one of the other um, options. Uh, there are other videos that are not, are not Christian-based. It's Sunday here in South Africa. It is today, day number 10 of the lockdown. And we're starting on a new section, uh, which is resources that we can use in our personal development. And we're going to start with prayer. And since it is Sunday, I'm going to share a lot of um, verses and books that I myself have found to be very comforting and <clears throat> to help me a lot. So I hope you enjoy it. Prayer is something that I personally don't think everyone looks at the same way that I do. I was very privileged to grow up in a family that believed in prayer. Not just my own family, my mom and dad, but also my grandmother. My grandmother believed heavily in prayer and she was a remarkable lady who lived to the age of 102. And <clears throat> The influence of my parents and my grandmother on the subject of prayer was a incredibly strong influence in how I understand prayer. So for many people, unfortunately, prayer is a very abstract concept. It's not something that they have witnessed as real. And I had the exact opposite experience. Whenever anything happened, whenever there was a problem, my parents always turned to pray. And throughout my life, my mother prayed daily for me and my brother and sister. And throughout our life, we saw how God protected us now, prayer is confusing because, and I can't claim that I understand this either, but there are times when we pray and God does not answer in a way that we view as positive. For example, there are many people throughout the world who have said that they prayed for God to help them and their family still got murdered or they still got raped or people that they loved still died from what cancer or whatever they were going through. And I myself have known situations like this myself where friends of the family and people that we love have not been saved from death or from something that happened to them. So prayer is not a magic wand. 
unfortunately, I mean, for many of us, we would like to think that prayer is a magic wand that we can wave and get what we need or what we want at that point. But that isn't what prayer is. And I base my beliefs on prayer on a verse that I have shared before in this series, and that is Romans 8 verse 28. It's a verse that says, in all things, or rather, sorry, let me start again, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes. So I do believe that when we pray, God hears us and he answers our prayer. But his idea of what's good for us and for other people might be completely different to our idea of what's good. I had a friend, Jill, she was quite a lot older than me and she had a significant in impact in my understanding of God and at a time that I had actually completely walked away from God, she was one of the people that brought me back to God and she had very severe asthma which started to get worse and worse. At this point I had already known her for many years and I loved her very dearly. And she was, in my opinion, one of the most God-fearing, God-loving people that I'd ever met. And she, she shared that love and the message about God with everyone. And she had an asthma attack when she was alone at home. She didn't manage to <clears throat> get to the hospital. She actually had had very obviously tried or, or very possibly tried to get to a car because she was found unconscious outside, possibly on her way to a car. She was taken to the hospital, but by then she had already sustained significant brain damage and she was put onto a ventilator. She was um, kept artificially alive for a few days and the doctors determined then that she was unfortunately brain dead and advised her family that she was not going to wake up and that the ventilators should be turned off. And by God's mercy, I think, just before the ventilators were turned off, her heart of its own accord also stopped beating entirely. And she, and I think that was good in some ways because to make the decision to turn off life support for um, people that, that, that you love, must be one of the most difficult decisions ever. So I'm very grateful that her family didn't have to do that. 
actually passed away before they turned off life support. And I went into a... Well, at first, I, <clears throat> I definitely... Um, I tried very hard to, to get as much understanding and meaning from what had happened, but I struggled for a very long time after that to actually reconcile in my mind this concept that she must have been praying, desperately praying for God to save her um, and help her to breathe when she was in that asthma attack. And God did not answer that prayer. And most human beings will have at least a story or two or three or four like that, either of people that they themselves know or of people that that have been in similar situations, maybe their own family, maybe they themselves prayed and God didn't answer with yes. And when this happens, it gets very, very difficult to believe that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes that verse becomes incredibly difficult to believe. But I think that one of the, one of the crucial aspects or crucial keys to that very, very, very challenging aspect of prayer is do I believe that God is good and that God wants the very best for me and for other people. And if I can honestly say, yes, I believe God is good and I believe that he wants the best for every single one of us, then I can just, just, and it's not, it's not easy, and it's not, it's definitely not an easy one, but I can just, just, just accept if God chooses not to answer with positive answer, in my perspective, positive. If he chooses to let someone die, or if he chooses... that someone should go through something terrible and not be spared. And that is probably the most difficult application of the word faith. Do I really have faith that God is good So with this in mind, with the acknowledgement that there is this aspect of prayer 
that is incredibly difficult to swallow and incredibly difficult to accept as a human being. With that in mind, I'd like to share some, some encouraging verses with you. I'm going to start with Isaiah 40, and I'm going to read from 25 all the way down to 31. To whom can the Holy God be compared? Is there anyone else like him? Look up at the sky. Who created the stars you see? The one who leads them out like an army, he knows how many they are and calls each one by name. His power is so great that not one of them is ever missing. Israel, why then do you complain that the Lord doesn't know your troubles or care if you suffer injustice? Don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. He created all the world. He never grows tired or weary. No one understands his thoughts. He strengthens those who are weak and tired. Even those who are young grow weak. Young people can fall exhausted, but those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow weak. The Bible is full, especially in places like Isaiah and the Psalms. It's full and Lamentations, actually, also a very good way. Lamentations 3, definitely worth a read. It's full of people in the Bible who struggled with the same concept of does God care? Does he see my troubles? Does he see the injustices? Why is he not answering? And the Bible responds with, yes, he does. He does. And he says, trust me. I'm not going to suggest that this is easy. I'm just saying that this is what you can get to. You can get to a place where you say, yes, I believe God is good. I'd like to share Philippians 4 as well. It's a very well-known verse, or there's a few verses, 6 to 8, about prayer. And says, don't worry about anything, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. Always asking him with a thankful heart. And God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. In conclusion, my friends, Fill your minds with those things that are good, 
and that deserve praise, that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable. So this gives us three very important points. It doesn't say, tell God all your, pray all your needs, and he will definitely say yes. But it does say, tell God all your needs, and he will give you peace. And it could be argued that peace is one of the one of the things that in the world, if you're not relying on God, you could very well struggle with a lack of peace. I don't think that you could say that a Christian's life is easier than a non-Christian's life. It might or it might not be. But it is possible to say that a Christian who truly trusts in God has less struggle with discontentment and a lack of peace. And the last part of that verse, or that section, is also very important because it's not just praying. It also says, do your part as well. Fill your minds with things that are good, things that deserve praise, things that are true and noble and right and pure and lovely and honorable. So if we continuously focus our attention on everything negative, everything that we do wrong, if we listen to, to our own inner critical voice and continuously allow the negative to be the focus of our attention, then we aren't actually helping ourselves. We're doing the exact opposite of what God has advised. God advised, ask God for everything that you need. He will give you peace, but then do your part as well and focus on the things that are going to be positive. And that does not mean that we need to ignore our feelings. That does not mean that we won't feel sad or that we, we must ignore it when we do feel sad. It means we need to balance it. It means that we need to have an intention, a really intentional um, approach to looking after our thought processes. I'd like to end with, with a section. It's from this book here. Uh, it's an old, old, old Christian book called Just In My Flight for the Step I'm On by Stormy O. Martin, which is an old Christian author. Um, I don't know from how far back it is. Let me take a look what the publication date was. 
1999. It was it was printed, and its original copyright was 1983. 19, oh no, sorry, 1978. So it's from way, 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 way back. And I'd like to end with this prayer. Lord, I can only make it through this time if I walk closely with you. How true is that with this whole coronavirus? My days are in your hands. While there are many things that can happen in life that are frightening or overwhelming, I know that your power is greater than all of them. Even when what I experience is too much for me, it is never too much for you. Anything I face is nothing alongside your ability to redeem it. Lord, I lift to you the things that frighten me most and ask that you would protect me and the people I love from them. Again, so true in this time of the coronavirus crisis. Specifically, I bring before, me, before you, for example, the coronavirus and ask that you would work your redemption in it. I know that my enemy is the one who has made me dwell in darkness. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. Cause me to know the way that I should walk, for I lift my soul to you. That's from Psalms 143. Whatever I need to do to make my path one of safety and peace, show me how and enable me to do it. Give me wisdom, strength, and clarity of mind to hear what you are saying to me in the midst of my dark or overpowering, overwhelming situation. May my life be a testimony of the power of your glory as I walk in the light you have given me. We're walking through a really tough time in the world's history, coronavirus. Stay strong. Stay strong. And trust God. Trust that he will give you the peace and the ability to walk through this time. Amen.